everyone, and welcome back to Short Stories for Kids, the magical podcast of story adventures. And now it's time for today's story request. Hi, Lucy. My son Drex in LA loves your podcast so much. He listens to it in the car at night when he wakes up whenever he can. We became premium subscribers as soon as we discovered it. Thank you. He would love to hear a story about a giant evil wolfie named Howlerg who makes an invisibility ray. There is a superhero in it named Super Sand, and he has to try and stop Howlerg. On a dark, dark night in a dark, dark forest, there stood a dark, dark castle the secret hideout of a dark and very hairy villain. He was a monstrous wolf that walked like a human with big jagged teeth and who liked nothing better than causing trouble. His name was Howlerg. In the castle's widest tower, Howlerg had built himself a laboratory where he used his evil genius to construct machines and potions to cause mischief and mayhem. He would busy himself at workbenches or test tubes amongst wires and jars, working all through the night and into the dawn. His zombie assistant, Brian, was on hand to find a hammer, fetch a bottle of acid, or to run to the kitchen for a cheese and ham toasty whenever Howler got the munchies. Brian, bring me my soldiering iron, growled Howler as he leant across his latest project, fiddling with a bunch of wires between his long claws. Yes, master, said Brian, lurching to a neighboring bench. Howler took the soldiering iron with a wicked grin upon his lips. It's almost complete. <gasps> My greatest invention to date, he chuckled. Oh, w- what is it, Master? asked Brian. An invisibility ray, boomed Howler triumphantly. And with it, I shall take over the world. <laughs> oh, very good, Master, said Brian. I, I know I'm just a feeble zombie, but, but, but how does an invisibility ray help you to take over the world? Howler laughed menacingly. Oh, Brian, you necro nincompoop. I might have known that you lacked the imagination to comprehend the possibilities of my incredible invisibility ray. Will you turn yourself invisible so you can sneak into banks and, and museums and wob them? asked Brian. No, no, my green-skinned skivvy, I have a much more evil plan than that, boomed Howlerg. What what is it, master? Tell me, pleaded Brian, hopping from foot to foot. I shall turn all the leaders of the world invisible, along with anyone that tries to stop me. It will cause so much confusion and fear that every nation will tremble at my feet. Pwahahahaha! Howlerg laughed evilly. You're you're a genius, master, chuckled Brian. I know, my little undead underling, I know, smiled the big bad wolf. Now, go prepare the wolf jet. 
We're heading to the White House. I want to try my invisibility ray on the President of the United States. Not so fast, Howlerg, announced a stern voice from the laboratory's window. Howlerg and Brian gasped to see that their secret hideout had been discovered. Stood on the ledge was a superhero dressed in golden yellow, while beside him stood his boy wonder sidekick dressed in green. Super Sand! yelped Howlerg in panic. And Trianosaurus Drex! shouted the boy wonder. Looks like we got here just in time, Drex, said Super Sand as he saw the completed invisibility ray. Another few minutes, and those two villains would have been on their way to Washington. Curse you, Super Sand, snapped Howlerg. Brian, get my ray to the jet. I'll take care of these two so-called heroes. He snatched up a different device, this one looking like a dish on the end of a short pole. Careful, Drex, warned Super Sand. That's one of his statue sticks. Howlerg pressed the trigger, and a bolt of silver light leapt forth. But Super Sand and Trianosaurus Drex were already moving, causing the bolt to shoot harmlessly through the open window and up into the night sky. Tracking Super Sand's movement, Howlerg fired again and again. But rather than striking the superhero, all he managed to do was harmlessly strike the wall and his coffee machine. Blast you, Super Sand! Can't you keep still? Howled Howlerg angrily. I'm not going to make it easy for you, replied the superhero. But the closer he got, the easier he was making it for Howlerg to aim. The big wolf pointed the statue stick directly at Super Sand's chest and fired. The bolt blasted Ford, but to Howlerg's horror, it still didn't touch him. Super Sand's superpower was to turn his body to sand, and that's what he'd done, shaping the sand to make a hole for the energy bolt to pass straight through. Howler kept firing, and Super Sand kept shifting his body to dodge the blasts. But just as he was close enough to reach out and snatch the weapon from the bad guy's grasp, Howler got lucky, and a bolt struck Super Sand's arm. Instantly, the hero's motion froze, like somebody pressing pause on a video. Super Sam was stuck, as still as a statue. Ha ha! Got you! laughed the big wolf in delight. That'll teach you to go up against me! Aren't you forgetting someone? said Drex from behind him. Howler had overlooked Super Sam's companion and instantly regretted it. Drex had used his superpower to transform into his superhero form and was now a gigantic dinosaur, Trianosaurus Drex, and he used his massive teeth to chomp straight through the statue stick. The big wolf looked tiny against the towering dino. Now weaponless, his hairy hands grasped desperately at the worktop surface for something to defend himself. As Drex moved closer, Howlerg's fingers closed around a metal ball that he swiftly threw down at the floor. It exploded in a cloud of choking red smoke, preventing Drex from seeing clearly. By the time it had cleared, Howlerg had escaped. Super Sand? cried Drex, returning to his natural boy shape. 
Super Sand! cried Drex, returning to his natural boy shape. Are you okay? Can you hear me in there? But Super Sand couldn't respond, not even blink. Oh man, what am I going to do? wondered Drex out loud. If Howler got away, the world was in big trouble. Drex took a deep breath. Well, I guess it's down to me, he said, and he dashed off towards the door. In the castle's courtyard, Brian, with the invisibility ray balanced across his shoulder, had only just reached the wolf jet. Haven't you loaded that on board yet, Brian? roared Howlerg as he came bounding down the stone staircase. Oh, so sorry, master, grumbled Brian. These, these zombie legs, they, well, they won't go very fast. Well, hurry up. I've stopped that sand-brained superfall. But his boy wonder is still loose, grumbled the wolf as he leapt past his assistant and into the jet. Put my ray in the hold with my spare statue stick. Uh, yes, master, nodded Brian. Moments later, the invisibility ray was safely secured and the pair of them were buckled into the cockpit. Howlerg couldn't resist a chuckle of triumph. <laughs> Here we go, my ghoulish gopher. To the White House, and then victory! The wolf jet began to rise into the air between the castle's steep walls. They'd done it! Nobody could stop them now. Uh, master, said Brian, peering out the window. We've, we've got a passenger on the wing! What? snapped Howlerg. What is this? He craned his neck around to spy young Drex clasping the wing's edge. Curses! Won't these do-gooders ever leave me alone? bellowed the wolf. Well, I'll show him. As soon as we're clear of these walls, that foolish boy will get blown clean off as we zoom across the treetops. But, 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 master, began Brian. What if he changes? Changes? repeated Howlerg then realized what his zombie assistant was suggesting. It was one thing to have a human boy on his jet wing. It would be quite another to have a full-grown meat-eating dinosaur. They didn't have to wait long to find out. Drex transformed, becoming the mighty Trianosaurus. The sudden increase in weight on that wing sent the jet spinning awkwardly and left Howlerg fighting with the controls. They narrowly missed the castle itself. But with the outer wall, Howlerg wasn't so lucky. The tail of the jet scraped across it, buckling and breaking the end, and that was it. The jet lurched downwards, hitting the cobbled courtyard with an almighty crunch. The wolf jet split in half, spinning the cockpit across the ground to collide with the castle gates. For a moment, Howlerg and Brian were dazed and confused but the big bad wolf knew he needed to act. There was still time to get away with his new invention. He fumbled with the safety straps so he could free himself from his seat, but then stopped when he realized there was something else outside the broken window. It was Trianosaurus Drex. He was holding the invisibility ray in one two-fingered hand and the spare statue stick in the other. Don't move! He smiled and zapped them with a stick. Ten minutes later, with the statue-like Howlerg and Brian safely locked up in their own dungeon, just in case, Drex was back in his human form and stood before Supersand. 
In his hands, he held the spare statue stick. Now let's see if this thing can be reversed, he said, studying the controls. Ah, this should do it. Satisfied, he lifted the stick and fired. Super Sand instantly came to life, staggering forward a few steps. Oh, thanks, Drex. I'd have been dumb for without you. Ah, don't mention it, Super Sand. I managed to capture Howlurk before he could get away, too, said Drex proudly. You did, said Super Sand, clearly impressed. Oh, great job. You're all the makings of a fine superhero. Drex put down the statue stick and pointed to the invisibility ray beside it. What should we do with this? We can't have this falling into the wrong hands, can we? You're absolutely right, Drex, agreed Super Sand. Like Howlurg's intended victims, that's one weapon that should never, ever be seen again. The 